Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin, and it is an absolutely beautiful day here in Scottsdale, Arizona, 70 and sunny. So I hope it is nice where you guys are at. If you're in the Midwest, I know you're probably hating me right now for even saying that because I'm from the Midwest. I talked to my mom last week and it was negative 30. So a little different weather here, Um, but I figured what better way to spend a beautiful sunny day then recording a podcast inside. Uh, just kidding. The thing I wanted to talk to you guys about today, um, I've been having a lot of calls lately, and a common thing that has kept coming up is where should I be applying? Should I be applying on LinkedIn? Where should I should I be applying on the company's website? Um, and I just wanted to give you guys my thoughts. And again, since I am having these conversations, I say the same thing over and over to the candidates. And, and like I say to everybody who does reach out and talks to me, I say the same thing to them like off the interview or off the podcast that I say to you guys on the podcast. I have nothing to hide. Again, my goal is to help as many people. Um, And so this is just a common topic that I've had come up in the past and it's coming up a lot right now. And so I figured I'll just make a podcast about it just to help you guys give you my thoughts on where you should be spending your time, where you should be applying to, and just hopefully give you guys some helpful information. Uh, Before we do jump into it, again, I just want to ask you guys, if you're watching on YouTube, press that like and subscribe button. If you guys are listening to the podcast, uh, we are almost at 50 reviews. So if you could give me a five-star review, um, that would help out a lot. We're trying, the goal is to try to get to a hundred again, just to help people. My goal is to grow this podcast to help as many people as I can. And then also just touching base on if you guys haven't heard or seen, I have an ebook out with everything that I did to get hired. And again, I got four job offers from top 30 companies. I can just want to always touch base on that. If you guys are someone who's a visual, I never want to push this as like a money grab. I, I always just push it as, hey, if you're someone who wants to, I have like where you could just copy and paste the message that I sent people. I tell you about the interview process. I put my 30, 60, 90 plan and I talk about my business plan. I have it all outlined for you to make your own business plan. Um, so it's something for someone who's like wants to see visually, or if you're just maybe struggling, once I started doing that business plan, I that's when I started getting all the job offers because I was able to answer questions before again. So if you guys are wanting to look at that, um, it's on newtomedicaldevicesales.com. The links are in the bio or in the description below. But getting into it today, I really want to just go over, like we talked about, where you should be applying to um, and kind of go through that process. So when you guys are applying, it's something I did too. It can it can be a lot. Where are you applying to? Are you going on Indeed? Are you going on LinkedIn? Are you going onto the actual company's website to find these jobs? And if you guys are going to be doing, you know, applying to it, uh, I would be looking my two places that I always looked at was LinkedIn and the co- uh, the company website. Um, so if you guys are wanting to work for a certain company, um, I would be going and shooting for that, go to their jobs and seeing, checking it every single day to see what's getting posted, where it's getting posted at. Also, um, if you guys are wanting to, you know, move or locations, you kind of can do that as well. But that's where LinkedIn comes in. You can actually look for jobs like specifically from companies, but also in a certain area. So that's where I liked LinkedIn. I would say I spent, it was probably 60, 40 when it was like LinkedIn to websites for like applying for jobs because the LinkedIn would take you to the company website to apply for that job. So that was something that I normally did was looking at LinkedIn. I pretty much lived on LinkedIn during this process because it just offered so much and you can connect with everybody on here as well. So that's where I would urge you guys if you are going to go that route. But this is why I'm making the podcast 
because I want to, I feel like there's such a better way. So first off, I think we need to talk about the computer system that nobody, nobody talks about. And when I say computer system, it means when you're applying to a job and you put your resume on the website, it's going straight to, everyone thinks it's going to HR to a person and it's not, it's going to HR in a computerized system. And what that computerized system is doing is it's looking at your resume and it's searching through keywords. And if you don't have the correct keywords, for example, maybe it's president club winner, maybe it's sales experience, maybe it's something, but if you don't have that special sauce that they're looking for, that special words, it gets rejected right away. It doesn't even go to a human being. So that's where I'm a big pusher of like, hey, if you don't have sales experience or you don't have great sales experience. And when I say great, it's not that it's not like you're amazing. It was just like if you don't have the right words, if you weren't three-time president club winner, if you didn't blow out your numbers by hundreds of percent, I probably wouldn't be going that route. You might get a resume in and you might get an interview from it, but I'll just be honest. Most people that I've ever talked to, it, it's what I – preach till I'm blue in the face is it's networking. Um, maybe 99.9% of the time the person's getting an interview because they know somebody. And then that point one, you're getting an interview because you had some sales experience or clinical experience and you put it out there. You might That might happen. Um, but it always is going back to where I tell everyone, they already have a person in mind. For example, you know, like if they're looking for someone, the first thing that regional manager is going to do is they're going to be calling either their reps and be like, hey, do you guys know anybody that would be a good fit? Or they're calling friends in the industry saying, hey, I have this opening because they're going to go to people they trust. And you got to think about it just like in human nature. When you're with a friend, if you're going to go eat out somewhere, most times you're not just going to go and be like, oh, let's try it. You're going to ask people you trust and you your friends are, and you're going to ask them, hey, did you like that burger place? Yeah, it's worth it. Okay, maybe I'll go check it out. I think it's, it, the best way to look at it is it's the same way when you guys are applying. You know, If you're just throwing out your resume, there, there's no name. There's no attachment. There's no personal touch compared to if you're reaching out to people and John the rep throws your name in, well, now that manager knows you as John the rep's resource and he's going to be more entailed to like talk to you to uh, make you actually go through the interview process so i wanted to touch on the computer system because i think that's something that a lot of people don't do is they think they have to have the perfect resume if i can tell you guys anything everyone will be surprised when i say this every interview i went into they told me my resume sucked like it was so weak it wasn't strong i didn't have the b2b sales experience i didn't have president club winner I had personal training, which they don't consider sales. And they're like, this is really weak. And my, my joke was always like, but yet yeah, I'm here in front of you. Uh, you know, so I, I found ways to get in front of people without that amazing resume. Like I tried to make my resume as best as possible, but it wasn't like everyone I'm talking to is they're, they're spending hours and days and sending it to professionals and trying to get it good, which I, again, I, I think that's great, but understand your resume is not what's going to get you hired. Your resume is just going to get your foot in the door. And there's ways around that with, you know, having a, an okay resume, but being able to show that you can do the job, that you have the drive, all that. Um, so that's number one. I just want to talk about the computer system. Piggybacking off that, number two is I have a, a story and it was a candidate I talked to. And this is to give you guys a feel of what it's like is he applied to a job because he was already, he already knew a rep that knew the regional manager and the rep connected him and the regional manager. And just because of HR reasons, they have to put that uh, 
they have to have you send a resume. But he already knew the regional manager, right? So they started talking. They started doing the interview. But because they, he still had to send his resume in, he did that. It went through the computer system. This guy actually went throughout the whole process and got the job. But at the end of it, he got an email. Even though he was the one who got the job, signed off that he like committed to the job, he still got an email on uh, from the company he just applied to saying that, sorry, the place that, or the position has been filled. We went with another candidate, even though he was the candidate. So I say that just to get you guys thinking, to show you that, you know, the, the, the computer system or applying online is probably not your best way to go because the guy who even got the job still got a email saying that he didn't get the job when he actually did. And so that's something I just want you guys to think about when you're doing all this time of, I've heard people spending hours and hours, like, you don't know anybody, but you're spending all these hours of trying to apply online, which again, you're just going into a computerized system and then you're going to get an email that's rejecting. And I, I laugh because I tell people, I was like three weeks into my job that I'm currently in and I was still getting rejection letters and I hadn't applied for like two months online. So it took three, four, five, six months for them to send me a rejection letter. Um, so I, that's why I'm always big on like, don't waste your time. Like again, I did apply to several jobs online but none of them ever turned into an interview for me because again, I didn't have the, what they were looking for online or on paper. So that's where I switch it. This is my number three, but it's like I said, till I'm blue in the face, it's the connections that are going to get you hired because when you have a rep or somebody put their name on the line for you, that's going to go way farther. Like we spoke about than you just putting a paper because when you submit just a resume, you're just a piece of paper. They don't care about you. They don't know you. They didn't know Jacob. They didn't know how motivated I was. They didn't know who, what my background was, and they didn't know what I wanted to do. They just saw Jacob, personal trainer, ah, that sucks, throws it out. Or the computer is like, doesn't even get it, rejection email within a couple of days or months. Compared to, which happened for me, is I connected with a great rep, a rep that was one of the top in the field. And so then when the regional manager was looking for people, he introduced me to that regional manager. We started connecting. We made a relationship. And there's a lot to be said when you have a really good rep backing you because now that good rep is putting his name on the line for you. And that was one of the jobs that I actually end up getting offer was because I had someone to back me. And so again, that's where it always goes in. Make your connections because you're going to get your foot in the door. You're going to have somebody going to bat for you. And that's where it's going to go so much farther than you just applying online. So that's why I think every single time, every job I got offered, again, this is where I go back to it. Every job I got offered, it was because I networked and I met somebody who put their name on the line for me. Every single person, if you guys are listening to the podcast, it's no different. They did something creative. They met somebody and they impressed somebody that they needed to to get their foot in the door. Maybe it was the regional manager. Maybe it was just a rep and an associate. They did something to get their name in the door with a relationship that got them into the interview process and eventually the job instead of just applying online because it's all the same when – like it's once you get in the industry, if I just go and I do cold calls and I just hand out pamphlets and that's it. Now they see my face, but they're like, I don't know him and they don't know anything about me. Well, they're not going to be really entailed to like call me back or are they indebted to call me back. But if I'm going in there, I'm all happy. I'm excited. I'm sh I can show that I can add value to their practice or to whatever they're doing. 
well, maybe then they're more entailed to call me and I'm making that relationship. And, and again, I always tell people, you know, to talk to a doctor, especially like during this COVID time, I'm not just walking into a hospital and be like, doctor, what's up? Like, there's a lot of restrictions out there. So I'm going to have to try to work with, you know, trying to find the receptionist and have the receptionist like me enough to get me in touch with the, maybe like a manager and a manager to get me in touch with, you know, maybe setting up a meeting and a meeting to get, like, I have to go through all these different steps to get it going. But if I'm not making the relationships to get my foot in the door, it's not going to go. And then also, this is something I say too, is it goes a lot farther when I have an office manager or someone who I'm talking to say, met this guy, Jacob. He seems great, really excited to have you talk to him. And he's, they're saying that to the doctor. Now I'm going in and they already, I've already had some positive feedback compared to like, hey, here's just another rep who is probably going to annoy you and try to sell you on something, right? So I take it the same way into the job. And I say that because... I went into these res- these interviews and yet, I, like I said, they always were like, you have a, your resume is not great. You don't have it. But yet I could sit there and say, yes, but I found the same, uh, I found people that influence you and now I'm sitting in front of you. Just like I'm not going to be, sp- not supposed to be in front of a doctor, but I'm going to find the people that influence them and then I'm going to be sitting in front of them talking to them. Right. So being able to turn the script and like I've always said is use the do the job while you're trying to get the job, because like myself, I don't have what they're quote unquote looking for. So it was easy for me to be like, here's everything that I know that the job requires because I talked to so many people. Here's what I did already to show you that I can do it once I'm in there. So that's where I always talk to people about putting in the time, putting in the network, because it's it's not what you know, it's who you know. And again, I say this to so many people. I, I say it on the podcast, but I've also said it when I'm talking. I was a personal trainer. I got to train a lot of high-level professionals that make a lot of money. And every single time I trained them, not one of them ever looked at me and was like, I hired this dude because of his resume or I hired this a woman because of their re- resume. I hired the person because A, one of my friends told me they liked them and recommended them or I met them and I liked them and, I rec- and then I just wanted to hire them, right? So – I took that same exact philosophy and been like, okay, so it's if they like you, they're going to hire you reaching out. And that's where I tell people, I reached out to 3,000 people. Hopefully, one person takes a shot. Luckily, I had you know several people take a shot. But that's where it, I feel like your time would be more beneficial spent trying to connect with per- people and someone finding that they like you and trying to get you in touch with people Um than tra- just applying blind blindlessly onto a email because you're just going to be doing this. You're going to get no feedback. You're going to get no touch compared to when you go and reach to a rep and they help you through this process and then you don't get the job, but they're like, Hey, this is what you could have done differently. Or, Hey, sorry, this is, this is where I think you lack. Like that's going to be huge for you. And if you have somebody also, like I said, putting for putting on for you or pushing you to them. It's just like when you're not there, you want the room to know who you are. So when a doctor has a bad case, they can start talking about you. Same thing when you're not there with the regional manager and your rep that likes you, Hey, we're looking for someone. And they start talking you up to that manager when you're not there. And now that manager's hearing about you again. And I say that because one of the jobs that I got offered, that's what happened is they, the job came open and they asked one of the reps, hey, do you have a recommendation? And somebody said, yeah, I got a guy. And she and the manager was like, it's not Jacob by chance, is it? And he's like, yeah, it is. 
oh, I've heard that from several other people. So again, I found so many people to influence the person that I was going to try to get a job from. And that's what it comes down to, you guys, is just reaching out to people, having people go to bat for you and understand it's not going to be everyone. Again, I reached out to 3,000 to have maybe like six people like me. It's you're just you're reaching out. It's a numbers game. And again, sometimes they don't like that when you say it's a number numbers game. But when you have no sales experience, you're going to just have to work harder. Like if you're, you're not coming from like the ADP, CentOS, paychecks, all that stuff, that's president club winner. You know, like I knew going into this, I'm going to work 10 times harder than anybody else to get my foot in the door because I don't have what they're looking for, but proving that it's still possible. So again, I think it's more valuable for you guys to spend your time networking, reaching out, LinkedIn, reach out. And when I say reach out, I mean like don't send three messages, send a hundred messages, because if you get a hundred, if you send a hundred messages and you know, 14 respond and out of those 14 you talk to one of them you know, gets on a call with you. Maybe that one person's the person you're trying to get, like that might put you out to a job interview, you know? So a way to think of it. And then what I've said on here a lot of times that goes with this is being the player on the bench. I've had this talk, several people putting out their resumes, like finding a job, right? Understand, I would say the majority of the time when you guys are reaching out to these jobs that you see that are posted, they're already filled. Um, Because I know from experience, I got a call about jobs weeks before they were ever posted. And then it's like, hey, we just have to put it up because of, you know, HR. You know, that's what they're doing. But they already know who they want in mind. And I say that because it was the same in strength and conditioning. Like, they know legally they have to post it. The company has to post it. But they're going to be calling who they want. And again, they're still going to have to go through the interview process. It's not like they're handed a job, but it's they know who their top prospects are. They, they've, they've proven it instead of just starting with someone blind, right? So that's where being the player on the bench, you're not trying to get the starting position because the starter's already filled. You're not coming in trying to take someone's else, someone else's job because it's not going to happen. They have experience. They've done something. But what you want to be is that player on the bench, again, networking, talking to so many people. So when that job does come open, when there's something where it's like, hey, we have an opening or we a territory growth, right? Maybe the territory expanded and they need a, an associate to fill that spot. Well, if you're the person who's been talking to several of the reps and that regional manager for the last two or three months, guess who's a great candidate to, t- to go interview for that right away? And that's where everyone's doing it wrong. They're trying to interview for jobs that are already probably filled. Again, some of those jobs are open and, and you have a fair shot, but also understanding that like, in two days, there's over 100 people, 200 people applying. And now you're, again, a blind person compared to if you knew a rep and you had someone put your name. Now you just went from the bottom of the list to the top of the list. So again, the networking, but being that player on the bench, do all the do all the groundwork. You know, I've had people call me and they're like, this is my dream job. I've wanted it. It's where I live. I'm reaching out to try to network and connect so I can get this job. And I'm like, that's great, but not trying to be rude. You should have done this three months ago because the job's already filled. They already have someone in mind. And it's the same in every like category. And it's not medical device sales. It's every, it's like so many businesses. They already know who they're looking for, or they're going to reach out to their friends, their other managers or other people on their team and be like, Hey, do you know a good candidate that would fit, fit this job? That's what happens all the time. So be the person that's trying to get that job, be the person on the bench, reaching out to so many people. And so when the job does come open, you're right there for it. So that would be my advice to you guys. Again, I don't think it's a horrible job, but I think when we talk about ROI, you know, return on investment, you're going to get a lot more return and more 
leads when you're going to be reaching out to people, talking to actual human beings in it, than if you are going and just applying blindlessly to a job posting, just like 200 other candidates did, and you don't have the like right words on your resume that they're looking for. You want to be able to stick out, put yourself, and again, maybe you do have a great resume, but if you reached out to the person at maybe the hiring manager and they know about you already, and then you apply and they see your name come up like that, you just moved a little more higher on the list because they already know who your name is instead of just being blind because it's I learned this in the fitness game. If I if I'm trying to get someone to come in for a, a free trial, a free workout, right? And they want to do a free workout with me, they don't care if they don't show up if they've never met me. But if I've met them at the gym and I've talked to them on the phone, they're more likely to show up because they don't want to disappoint you. They don't want to like, oh, now this person knows who I am. I don't want to just be that person who just ghosts them. It's kind of the same thing when you're doing these jobs, right? When you make that relationship, now like just saying hi or talking to someone, you've created, even if it's just a very small one, a relationship. And it's going to take that a lot farther than if you're just someone who's applying online. They don't know who you are. So they have no problem being like, eh, don't care, throw it out. And then I guess the last thing I want to just touch on, I'm not saying that they're not hiring for out of state because I did get offered a couple that weren't in this state. But I know during COVID, one thing that I heard going on was they weren't hiring people that sometimes some companies weren't hiring people that didn't live in the area that they were hiring for because they didn't want to pay the moving expenses. Or it's also, you got to think of this, if you're breaking into the industry like myself and it was a super like everything's new, you're learning a lot, it can be stressful. That can be a lot on you, but now if you throw in an environment, you had to move, you don't know one human being, everything's so new, maybe it's too much and sometimes they want to, don't want to take that gamble of like, hey, maybe this person's going to have you know personal issues that's going to affect their work if they have to move. Um, a lot of times I'm not saying that's what they're thinking, but it could be, but I know a lot of it was like if they – when I was applying for Phoenix jobs, if they weren't in Phoenix or lived close to the Phoenix area, they threw the resume out except maybe like one or two that were like top candidates because they're like – why would we go pick someone from you know three thousand miles or a thousand miles away that we're going to have to pay for moving? We're going to have to wait for time, make sure that they find a place and do all that. Compared to, I have someone who could start next week if we needed them to. So, just something to think about. Again, I'm not saying that's the the final, that is the end all be all. If you find places that you're willing to move or doing that, keep keep reaching out to it. I just say that to to maybe give you guys some back end um, if you're reaching out to all these places that are not where you currently live and you're not getting a lot of talk um, or, or feedback from it. That was something I learned during COVID. But again, the world's changed. Maybe they're hiring more. But I, I think, again, you guys can apply. Go to the website. Go to the LinkedIn. I think they're both great options. But every single time I got a job offer, it was because I networked with somebody who told me about the job. I would be going through the interview process and then they would be like, shoot me your resume. And then last thing I should touch on, if you guys are reaching out to people, do not, please do not send your resume if you have never met them. Because again, going back to the relationship, I say this to people for myself. If you send me a resume and I don't know who you are, first off, I can't get you hired. I'm brand new into this. I'm, I'm still learning as I go and I have no say in to get you hired. Um, and we're, maybe we're not looking, right? And even if we were, maybe my word's not going to be as good as the, the guy who's been around for seven years and crushing his number, right? So with going on with that though is, if you just send people and say, hey, I'm looking for a job, like I see LinkedIn always saying I'm open to work. And, I, and again, I don't think that's bad that you're open to work. But if you're just going out to people and be like, hey, I'm looking for a job, bam, 
first off, so is everybody else. Welcome to the club. Second off, you guys don't, you're asking and you haven't given any value. It goes back to the Gary V has a thing where it's jab, 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 right hook. And what he means is give, 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 give value, give value, give value, then ask. It's the same thing in here. If you're just coming in and I don't know who you are and you're giving me your resume and asking for a job, why in the world would I go out and put my name on the line to put you up for a position? Because I don't know if you're an amazing person or if you're just a a person who's going to ghost someone or be trash. And now guess what? My reputation and my word gets ruined because you just wanted me to ask. So again, that's not me trying to be a jerk. It's just for me to maybe help somebody. You got to think about the other person. Nobody's going to help you try to get this job and put their name on the line if they don't know who you are. Because again, I don't know you. You could be a great human being and it would be awesome. But guess what? You could also be a real jerk and I don't want my name associated with you. So again, the only people I will ever reach out to for and put people up for jobs is someone I have a relationship with. Is someone I know, you know, like even one of the guys right now, I'm helping him through the process because guess what? I worked with him for two years. You know, like I know him as a good human being. I know he's going to work hard. I know he has the right heart compared to someone who calls me. I have a 10 minute conversation. They're like, I want a job. Help me out. Like, I don't know you well enough to get you a job. So I say that to when you are reaching out to all these people, do that message we talked about where it's you're introducing yourself, asking to learn from them. And then again, always put your phone number because a lot of people reaching out to me, listen to my podcast, but don't put their phone number. And I'm nice enough to do the second step of asking for your guys' phone number. But most people won't ask for that because it's a second step. You're making my life harder to ask for it compared to if you just have it. When I'm out for a drive or if it's the weekend, I have some free time, I'll just click the number and call you. So make, make the person you're reaching out to life as easy as possible. And again, form that relationship before you ever ask anything and just cross your T's, dot your I's, follow up, show that you're excited to break in, willing to do anything. And you guys will be in before you know it. Hope you really enjoyed this episode, you guys. Again, my goal is just to help everybody give value. I hope this was super helpful for you guys. If you guys are listening again on the podcast, please hit those five stars and reviews. If you're on YouTube, please press that like and subscribe button. If you guys are looking for an extra resource, check out New to Medical Device Sales, where you guys can check out my ebook where I go into detail about how I broke into medical device or medical device sales with no sales experience and also got four job offers from top 30 companies while during that process. Appreciate you guys. Excited for the upcoming episodes to come for you guys. And again, reach out to me if you guys have any questions or if you're just wanting to network, love talking with you guys, but also would love to hear your feedback on the podcast. If there's a topic you want me to talk about, please let me know. I'm excited to go over it for you guys. So hope you have a fantastic weekend. Keep chasing after your goals and dreams and have a great week. Peace.